astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. So today we have some serious topics to discuss, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> um, we are going to be discussing Saturn and Pluto both arriving at 29 degrees later this week. And we are also going to be talking about the U.S. chart uh, specifically about solar arc Mars conjuncting our moon. Yeah. And like I said, these are, and that's, that's, that's a rare, rare event, right. what we're talking about today. So it's, it's, um, it's something that our children will not live through. You right. know, it's a generational thing that it's, it's not going to come around, but every 300 and some years. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a big deal. It's a big deal. <laughs> Some yeah. of the topics that we're talking about today. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So we figured that we would start with both Pluto and Saturn and talk about them arriving at 29 degrees. And so we have Pluto arriving at 29 degrees of Capricorn and Saturn arriving at 29 degrees of Aquarius. Now that's an interesting point because you're not saying they are in the same sign and the same degree. Right. You're just saying they're meeting at 29 degrees. They're all, they're at 20, you know, they're at 29 degrees, which they're at, at some sort of angle to each other. Correct? Correct. Well, and a couple things. One, 29 degrees is considered the anoretic degree in astrology. Mm -hmm. So it is a very powerful degree. If we look back to something like the attack on the Capitol, mm -hmm. you know, 29 degrees was active to the day in that disruption that we had so That's right. it was mars wasn't it that it time? was mars yeah mars retrograde. hit 29 degrees coming out of retrograde mm -hmm. and hit Aries. 29 degrees and then there was this like explosion that took place yeah unfortunately on the steps of the capitol but right it is something similar to that we would say we might predict might be going on something that's startling something that might be you know on you when you flip your tv on that's the story programming interrupted talking about something or at least one of those chirons running at the bottom of the screen telling mm -hmm. you something is happening someplace yeah 29 degrees can be associated with destruction with breakdowns with the idea of like what can't continue into the next cycle because 29 degrees in astrology right is the end before it starts back over yeah yeah it, it, so it could be a big weather event right mm -hmm. that's threatening or significant and again is it everybody in the world going to be affected by this not directly right right but it might change a policy a law it could flush out some toxin or some bad person or evil so it, there are good things. I mean, 29 degree can be like a fever breaking. True. Do you agree? I mean, 
oh my God, it's at its highest, but it's broke. Oh, and we can relieve ourselves that, okay, yeah. now we, you know, now we're on the path to healing. Right. So the first point is that they're both at 29 degrees. Mm-hmm. The other thing is the two players, Pluto yeah. and Saturn. And we know that together, those planets can create, well, we should say, we know separately those planets can create change, but yes. together they're extremely powerful. And for that, I might have us go back to January of 2020, which again, I know it's over three years ago, we might be like, right. are we not over this? Right. We'll go back to January 2020, Pluto and Saturn met up at the same degree in the same sign, mm-hmm. right? And astrologers were watching that point for years prior right. to 2020. And that's when we saw, you know, kind of the un- unfolding of COVID and life as we know it now. Yeah, but let's talk, Saturn was everyone's schedule. Everyone had a schedule. My husband got up, he went to work, he came home at this time, blah, blah, blah. You know, I had a routine. And then then uh, when COVID struck, all of a sudden, everyone's plan ceased, right? Mm-hmm. Stay at home. Don't go out to the grocery store. Don't go here. Don't go there. That was Pluto. The end. The end of your routine. The end of this, you know, little, uh, what do they call it when? hamsters running that little cycle oh you know yeah whatever it is that little wheel they run yeah. in you know it's like all of a sudden stop so it was a beautiful uh it may be terrible from for many many obviously but it was a beautiful example of pluto saying enough stop what you're doing so it was very heavy-handed in january of 2020 well yes. that influence we have we have some imitation or lesser interpretation coming yeah with this now the lineup of the two of them again just meeting by degree 29 to 29 Mm -hmm. different signs but they're still talking to each other right so i mean one kind of prediction of it could be wow could this be the conclusion Mm -hmm. of covid right because it's, this, be, yay, yay. Right? <laughs> it's the two players that were involved um again different signs now but reaching that completion degree the fever breaking that would be lovely yeah although even though that sounds like great news we are not right. predicting kind of roses and flowers after that because yeah. next month we are going to see both pluto and saturn change signs together into different signs respectfully right um but we are on the verge of a lot more change but it's kind of coming to a peak here as we go through uh the next week week and a half so specifically um february 28th and it will peak on march 4th you know i think one of the best headlines for this of you know uh saturn and pluto a standoff probably would be biden arriving uh, in Putin's backyard, a, a, a Biden standing in Ukraine, walking the streets of Kiev, you know, in in Putin's backyard. That was a standoff. That was two, basically two white male egos clashing. It was a, a really, a, you know, it was just kind of reported flatly, oh, Biden surprised us and now he is in Ukraine this morning type of thing. But it really was an affront to Putin. Which, and that's interesting because if we think about just Pluto and Capricorn in general, 
Yeah. That happened in 2008. So that was the last time us as a collective went through Pluto changing a sign. Yes. And I, I guess I just want to kind of make like a little asterisk here, you know, for the people that are concerned about like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? Are we going to survive? Yes. There's right. some additional things at play this time, but you know, we, we all have witnessed Pluto move a sign. You're if you're right. if you were born at, uh, before 2008, <laughs> you've, lived you've all it. lived through it. And, you know, that's the thing is like, we can all say since 2008, our life has changed. Mm-hmm. And in 2008, there was a dismantling that happened, right? We saw the crash of the stock market, the housing mm-hmm. prices, um, banks, find, banks, finding a job. Those things mm-hmm. were all hard. Um, but, you know, that Capricorn kicked in. And I would think, don't you think all of our lives become like much more structured or regimented since then that we all run a little bit more like corporate like Hmm. that's an interesting observation yeah because capricorn rules like the idea of the structure the corporation and you know since 2008 now we all have a phone we all have a phone we all have a calendar we Mm -hmm. all have a clock um obviously a clock um a calculator all (laughs) these things right at our fingertips Mm -hmm. right to schedule our day or to keep us structured or oh you you, you're five minutes late like i'm gonna give you a phone call like this is a much bigger story and i know i've kind of totally gone off topic here but i guess the idea a little bit but but i just want to say that i think you if you're going to make a statement about how things have changed since 2008 i think there's so much more focus on uh self self self-employment big work Things of that nature, because uh, there was a redistribution of power. True. And again, this is getting a little, you know, wonky here, but we're finishing out Capricorn. And Capricorn has been the ascent. And in a very weird way, it, it seems to have made the white male really stand out under this energy. The yeah. pinnacle of climbing that ladder, going back to all the names, Zuckerberg, Gates, Musk, all these. And there's many, many more that have ascended into this multi-billionaire status. That is the goat, the mountain goat, that energy of going to the very pinnacle. Well, that's coming to a conclusion. So there could be big stories around, again, these men who have made it in a large way, in a big way. Yeah. And I think that's going back to your story about Biden and Putin coming together face to face as we see Pluto and Saturn, you know, kind of coming up. And again, they're not in the same signs. It's not necessarily face to face, but they're both getting to that 29 degrees. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, if, oh my God, we could talk about this, you know, in nauseam probably here, but uh, uh, very interesting standoff. We think that we are in a s- sensitive window uh, as we speak, going through uh, certainly the first week of March of, of seeing more of these standoffs and who's going to crack what's going to give way. So I would expect some very strong headlines. Yep. I agree. I agree. And then we'll continue obviously to talk about as we see Pluto Pluto and Saturn change signs, you know, we are kicking off a new era as we see Pluto move into Aquarius. That's one thing, you know, we can get, uh, you know, upset and worked up and nervous what's going to happen. But the point is we're evolving. Mm-hmm. we're evolving yeah. these planets are in some level are taking us through some sort of therapy right breaking through fears having us to be fearful and then break through the fear get to the other side of it move on yeah well what else is going on well i 
I know. I was just going to, this isn't in our notes, but I was just going to mention that, you know, Ma- uh, Mars mm-hmm. is still in the sign of Gemini. Yes, it until, is. Until um, March 26th. And, you know, I Mars has been aspecting my fourth house. It mm-hmm. retrograded back into the third. Um, but it's direct now. And it's just so interesting because my Instagram account was oh, impersonated man. again. That it's incredible. Yeah. And someone had just commented, you know, like, does your astrology chart say, say this? Oh. And so, you know, I pull up my astrology chart. There's Mars almost exact on that fourth house, mm-hmm. which, you know, most people associate that with home. Right. But, you know, my Instagram is the home to my business. You know, it is something that I it's check. Your base. It's your base of people that follow you as well. Yeah, it's something I check multiple times a day, posting. I'm always mm-hmm. thinking, like, what am I going to post, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, this is wild. That Mars is right back there on that fourth house. So I went back to my um, my post to see when was the last time that I posted that someone had impersonated me, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, I- and it was the exact day that Mars had hit that fourth house for the first time, oh right? God. So it, it was going, it hit, it moved into my fourth house, it backed up came back hit again so just pretty wild um that so this is kind of just a little insert that you know just as a reminder i will never solicit business in your dms i will never message you and say hey honey i'm feeling something i'm offering a discount on a reading please do not venmo or zell random people that don't have my name you know i will send you an invoice through square so uh, i think this one was less impactful than the last time but you know i still did get messages from people saying that is this your account or you know that they messaged me asking me for money so oh terrible but that's a mars mars can be uh you know some someone of force uh someone crossing the line uh someone challenging you uh and i do think again i didn't plan to talk about this but you're right that mars retrograde that goes way back to halloween Mm-hmm. it's not, 20, not yeah. it has not returned back to that degree yet and so I've, i have a number of clients i said fingers crossed hold on until we get into mid-march mm-hmm. you know you're not clear you're not <laughs> totally clear on what's happening here or it's not resolved totally yet so again that's a very general thing to say to people at this point but well at least it's quickly it will be here in two weeks so we'll be done with it <laughs> right So um, before we start talking about the chart of the U.S., let's hear from our sponsor. Hello, Mom and Me Astrology listeners. My name is Leslie Logan. You may remember me from the recent Aquarian episode. How are you? I am sure you are so excited to listen to today's Mom and Me Astrology episode, as am I, but I wanted to invite you over to listen to the Be It Till You See It podcast when you are done with this one. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts. Every single week, I bring on guests like Kate Wind to share different ways we can all take messy action, ditch perfection, and be it till we see it you know, the person we want to be that we keep saying someday I will be, well, why don't we just do it right now? And so every single week, my guests share actionable steps that we can take to be it till we see it. And then my husband, Brad and I come on later in the week to discuss what we learned from that guest, share our be it pod moments and more. So join us over at the be it till you see it podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, and you can check us out on Instagram at the be it pod.
Okay, welcome back. You just heard from Leslie Logan. So be sure to go over and give her podcast a follow. So we started today a little heavy with Pluto and Saturn at 29 degrees. Mm -hmm. And now we're, and I don't know if we mentioned it. I'm assuming it was maybe just implied, but you know, Pluto and Saturn at 29 degrees, that affects the world. Yes. Yes, it does. That's why it was a worldly event, Putin and uh, Biden. It's a worldly event. Yeah. What we're going to talk about now is very specific to the U.S. chart. Now, I understand the U.S. is very integrated into the world, so it is possible that things that we are doing affect different countries, but this is more specific to the U.S. Mm -hmm. And um, we are seeing solar arc Mars conjunct our moon our natal moon and it's peaking November of 2023. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when mom and me talk to clients, when we talk about solar arcs, we usually put a year orb on it, meaning that we would tell a client starting November of 2022, Mm -hmm. you might start seeing storylines or situations or events that encompass this energy that we're going to talk about. And I, I always explain it to them as like a hill, Right now, you're at the very bottom of the hill, and every day, you're kind of moving closer and closer and closer to that peak, and that's going to be November of 2023. And then from there, it takes about a year to fully walk down that hill before we say, like, you're in the clear, okay? That that should be far behind you. So when we think of Mars on the moon... Uh, again, this would be one something that the U.S., our country, would not experience for over three hundred. It's an over a three hundred year cycle, so uh, none of us have experience with this uh, directly in this manner. Uh, and this is generally considered an abrasive energy. Moon can yes, does it mean the emotions, the feelings of the country? Yes, it could. We could. It could it's the people. How the people are feeling? Are the people feeling under attack? Hmm. I think a lot of people feel like they're under attack these days, you know, Mm -hmm. but the point is Mars is abrasive. I think of Mars as a weapon, think of it as a cutting tool. And the moon we think of as soft, we think of as impressionable. Oftentimes we joke and say it's like a marshmallow. Mm -hmm. So this is an uncomfortable energy. It's coming, the meek coming up against the brazen, the hard edged and kind of the fear of like, oh, am I vulnerable? What's gonna to happen to me? Now that's talking about it more in the language that you and I use when we're talking with a, a client, an individual. Now we're talking, it's a country. Yeah. So we have to look a little bit differently because where is it happening in the chart? And it would be happening in the third house of the United States chart. Well, third house is transportation. Let's talk about the most obvious. Transportation, what's that? Airplanes, trains, cars. UFOs. UFOs. (laughs) Things flying in the sky. Balloons. Balloons, Weather balloons (laughs) flying in the sky. Well, then it's almost laughable, isn't it? I mean, yeah, so it's happening in our third house at 27 degrees of Aquarius. Mm -hmm. And I know this is in our notes, but I'm just, you know, doing some some thinking here that. Rethinking. This past week. Saturn has been conjuncting our moon. Oh, right. So February 11th to February 17th. So, I mean, we just got done with 
and now just to clarify that Saturn energy happens every 28 years, 29 right. years. So that is pretty common. So, what so we're it, talking it's about just bringing on a whole nother layer on top of, right. so just be aware, this is so strong. And so I don't know about you, everyone out there, but I think we've all thought twice about, Oh, do I really want to book an airline flight and maybe get caught up in some major delay or mechanical breakdown? Yeah. You know, if I was in East Palatine, Ohio, where a train derailed mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden I, I don't know where the air I'm breathing, the water I'm drinking, is this, am I poisoning myself? Am I, I'm the moon and here comes Mars, a big train wreck hopping in my community. And now it's like my children, my health, the air that I'm breathing. <laughs> that is uh, the epitome of Mars hitting someone's moon. Moon is the people. We call it mundane astrology uh, when we're talking about a country. So we say, oh, and the people are worried. The people are nervous. The people feel threatened. Well, there was a literal example there, and it wasn't just Ohio. It was downriver as well. Yeah, Kentucky, I think they cut off their intake of water from a certain, you know, light river running there just to protect their people. Yeah, and I can't help but think that, you know, a Saturn moving into Pisces, mm-hmm. that if this story was to develop, it wouldn't right. be too far-fetched where, because Pisces rules, you know, the toxins, what's yes. in this, the stuff that can't be seen. It quite mm-hmm. literally rules gases and oils and lubricants. So, Absolutely. you know, if there's more to come from this, which I'm thinking there is, you know, it's going to fit that narrative of Saturn and Pisces, which is happening in, you know, two or three weeks here. And we could easily say this could be, this could be easily, uh, uh, easily an 18 month energy, easily, maybe even going out to two years of Saturn and Pisces of following these people. What health symptoms are they having? Things have to get documented over time. Right. Before anyone can really draw any heavy conclusions. But the point is, we're all, all thinking twice. I know we did some recent travel and yeah, I thought twice about it, about, oh God, is there any chance we're going to, you know, so we took extra precautions here and there to make sure to at least lessen the odds that we're going to get caught up in some, you know, issue at what airports we flew in and out of things of that nature. Yeah. And did we mention that Mars is like the combustibles? Mars is like the action. Mars is... Mm -hmm kind of in your face well i the the and if we could see any humor in the headlines let's talk about the weather balloons that were getting shot down okay so we already said mars and mars is missiles it is heavy artillery it's associated with the military mm-hmm. now moon first we said it's the people but the moon uh it, our moon is in aquarius aquarius rules things that are filled with air. So a a balloon is this most simplistic, a child's balloon is a great metaphor for Aquarius because it's just filled with air, pop it and it's gone, so to speak. And here we had these, you know, fluffy looking soft weather balloons, let's say, or balloons flying around. And we brought out the big guns. Uh, Again, I don't, I'm not knowledgeable in this area, but I don't know, maybe you read a few things. They kind of spoof the idea that we brought out our most, some of our most expensive weaponry to shoot these things down. 
Yeah. Seems like, seems like a bow and arrow might've done it. You know what I'm saying? If, and I'm being Yeah. And I, yeah, I agree. I'm not as knowledgeable about it either. And, you know, some listeners could be obviously way more knowledgeable about it or have different opinions about it, about that. Just what the news was saying, that's the cover up. And, you know, that's the thing about astrology is like, it's what we're hearing, Mm -hmm. even Mm -hmm. if it's not necessarily true. It's what's it's the narrative perceived. It's the narrative. Thank you. It's so, the narrative. Yeah. yeah. So mom and me aren't making any sort of, you know, political right. claims or references. It's just like what we're being fed and how it fits into the astrology narrative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the other it, thing, it just says you a simple story. Yeah. The other you thing about Aquarius. I'm ahead. sorry. What'd you say? No, I said shooting balloons out of the sky. How, yeah. what a simple, simple premise. It was Mars on the U.S.'s moon out of ultimate precaution, as I think Biden said, we shoot him out, shoot him out just to make sure. Yeah. Well, and even, you know, Aquarius would rule like the idea of like alien. Oh, you know, so even the people that are saying like, was it a UFO or was it, that right. would also be very Aquarian. And also very little. Yeah. I wouldn't disagree astrologically that we could yeah. be shooting aliens out of the sky. Yes, that's possible. <laughs> Mars on moon in Aquarius. <laughs> right. Yeah. So obviously, um, because it's in that third house, transportation is mm-hmm. a concern. There could even just be some, you know, big statements about what laws are around transportation with Mars could be some more serious uh, oh, claims yeah. Yeah. even being made. Yeah, um, in that third house. And so that energy is not done with. That's what the, our point is. We're talking here in February of 2023. This energy is going to get stronger and stronger and stronger as we go to November. So yeah, I'm not the most optimistic about transportation issues getting resolved. There yeah. probably will be more fluky things happening in transportation and keep a very open mind about what transportation is. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, is moon. So changing kind of um, topics within the same Mars moon conjunction, moon rules the water um, right. as well as like land and crops. So, mm-hmm. you know, we could talk about like here in the Southwest, major topic of conversation, yeah. <laughs> Lake Mead, Lake Powell, you know, what's going on with our water. So we could expect more disruptions or more tension through the end of this year in regards to water. Yeah, old school astrology, Mars denies, it cuts off. So of course, there's all sorts of issues of federal government getting involved, maybe cutting off water, one water district, cutting off another water district from their water. The unfortunate thing, we are living this, Kate, we are in the Southwest and this is energy, this degree I'm not expecting any monsoons coming around and resolving this issue uh, this calendar year. Right. So this is going to push us into 2024 before this starts backing off. And again, hopefully we want to think it's a lot of snowpack in the Rocky Mountains that resolve that maybe this next winter. But again, I, I wouldn't, you know, I'm not a betting woman there on that one. I mean, I've even seen some maps about like what happened in Ohio and like how that water could mm-hmm. impact, I mean, not just neighboring states, I mean, you know, states four or five states over. Yes, right. Uh, yeah. So again, yeah. water. Yeah. And it's the whole country. It's not just the Southwest, but that's our obsession, obsession here. Yeah. 
Um, but, you know, Skip, talking about, you know, going back to that idea of space, I did think, I thought Mars on Moon, with our Moon being in Aquarius, by the way, Moon in Aquarius is our, what our country is about. We're always reaching out to another country. Some people call us meddlers, right? Mm-hmm. But that Moon in Aquarius means I care for people at distance, sometimes to the negligence of our own people. And that's a common criticism that the U.S. takes. They're in everybody else's business. They're helping other countries out of their disasters. Why not feed our hungry and poor or educate our, you know, people, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But that's moon and Aquarius. We can't change that. That's our archetype. But one would think with Mars hitting that degree, that moon and Aquarius, that there could be something really big going on in the space, right? Yeah. Because moon Aquarius, that sounds like we're really good at going into outer space, the outer reaches. And yeah, this is something very current happening here. It happened on the 25th already, uh, where we sent a crew up to the International Space Station. Now, I'll be honest, we are recording this beforehand. It hasn't happened. You're listening to it here, I think, on the 26th, I think it's going to be. So the idea is, God, I hope that goes well. Right. Right. Yeah. I hope it goes well. Fingers crossed. Because yeah. Mars on the moon, it does kind of suggest propulsion, but it also can ex- suggest, oh, explosions as well. Right. So that's kind of iffy, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> but I think the wildest one, the absolute wildest, because I thought, you know, okay, we've spent other crew to the International Space Station. So this isn't like a first. I thought there must be something else going on. And so I did a little research and sure enough here in late 2023, they're already preparing obviously for this. NASA is scheduled to launch an unmanned, an unmanned mission, of course, to an asteroid named Psyche. Psyche, P-S-Y-C-H-E. And I thought, oh my God, this is an asteroid. We know the asteroids are there between Mars and Jupiter right? There's mm-hmm. the uh, asteroid belt, thousands of asteroids there. They're going to Psyche because why? Because it's uh, what it's made of, predominantly uh, iron and nickel. I guess a lot of asteroids are just ice and rock. And this one may have some, you know, value needed to say. Okay. But I thought Psyche, what do you think? What if yeah. as above, so below, if we're going to go explore Psyche, what does psyche mean to you, Kate? Well, I mean, first I related to Aquarius because I kind of think of like, oh, psychedelics. Well, right. <laughs> you okay. know, like we could go into the Aquarius side of it. Um, but psyche. Of it. Oh, psychotic. Oh, okay. Or, well, I, well, psyche, I mean, I would think like what lays beneath the surface, like what, what's the deeper meaning? What's behind it? What's the meaning yeah. Our deepest thoughts, our deepest feelings. Yeah. From, for an, from an individual perspective, but from a person's or group or a political party's perspective, getting into someone's psyche sounds like, uh, it sounds inv- invasive, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I think of a therapist. Yep. Yep. I don't have any predictions here. I'm just posing <laughs> the question. What controversy? or dis- disaster could come out of this like is our country going into therapy yeah or <laughs> what invasive 
invasiveness on privacy issues, privacy invasion issues, which I think people are already concerned about that. Sure. But it seems to be ramping up. And again, I said very quickly, as above, so below. If the country is going to psyche, to investigate psyche, that means there has to be some deep revolution happening here on earth about people's core beliefs. Mm-hmm. Or they're being invaded and, and people are, you know, learning, deeply learning about your personal habits. Right. So some people may see this as very, oh my God, I got to protect myself. And other people might go, thank goodness, we're now going to get this out, so to speak, and, um, and learn and grow from it. But it's that to me, I think, um, I think it's a very big story for our country. Yeah. Yeah. I think the last example we'll give of Mars moon, and you know, this is just wild because we did say it doesn't peak till November of 2023 mm-hmm. um, years working with clients charts. It is not surprising that the energy shows up this quick. However, there usually are more stories to come. Yeah. Um, and I think we're going to talk about that tweet that came out this week about a national divorce Yeah. between yeah. Uh, the liberal and the conservative states. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that just like, if we're talking to a client about Mars moon, you know, I don't think we ever just say like, oh, you're getting a divorce. But, you know, I do think sometimes it's, it's hinted at that, you know, there could be some disruption within the home where I stand, there could be some tension, there could be some drama, you might feel unsettled around the home. Do I belong here? Oh, you know what? I think I have been guilty a few times of saying, you know, you could be prone to a divorce. Well, no, prone, but pro- prone, absolutely. You know, you could be have. you're definitely having a separation when Mars hits your moon. This is an individual. You're having a separation. Yeah. But here's a, a representative, Marjorie Taylor Greene, calling for a national divorce, calling for and sound sounded like somewhat seriously that, hey, we are a divided country. Let's just split up. And the blues will go with the blues and the reds will go with the reds and where the purples go i don't know right <laughs> <laughs> they'll be the stepchildren shuffled back and forth between yeah. the two <laughs> right well when i saw that i thought that reminds me of the pluto return yeah you know true. that definitely sounds like a pluto return story but and again couldn't does anything have to come of that i don't know but just the fact that people you know obviously it's getting you know huge new uh coverage yeah right that's being said um and it's like is that now in people's minds is it in their psyche <laughs> that maybe that could is even be possible <laughs> right yeah absolutely absolutely so that concludes our talk today on pluto and saturn meeting at 29 degrees I shouldn't say meeting, but both arriving at 29 degrees and the solar arc Mars conjuncting the moon in the U.S. chart. Um, I don't think this will be the last time that we talk about these things, um, just because that definitely that Mars moon energy will continue to unravel as we get to the end of the year. Um, And I think we'll be excited to talk about all the changes that we'll see as Pluto moves into Aquarius and Saturn moves into Pisces here within the next month. Yeah. Sorry for being a downer today, my heavy stuff, but I think we can sense it. You can feel it. So it's sometimes I get a lot of, okay, we're supposed to be here. 
you know what we can this is temporary we're going to move through it absolutely so thank you so much for listening today and we look forward to talking to you guys next week take care bye-bye thank you for joining us on another episode of the mom and me astrology podcast to keep in touch follow us on social media at the underscore kate wind and to see a list of our services and our store you can visit our websites at thekatewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.